This is the Italian Real Estate Podcast, here to help you with the ins and outs and basics of Italian real estate presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Italian Real Estate Podcast presented by ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. We, of course, are back here again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian. How are you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming back for another episode to talk a bit more about Italian real estate. And today we wanted to discuss uh, some of the, the maybe what you need and what you don't need before actually purchasing property here in Italy, because we've gotten into the process of what it actually looks like to buy property. And we wanted to get a little bit more into what do you need or do you need anything at all before actually getting started with purchasing that property? So Marco, I think maybe the first place to start out with the easiest place, what are the things that maybe people think they need, but they don't actually need for purchasing property here in Italy? One of the two main things that people believe they need but they actually don't need are actually three things i'd say a bank account residency in italy and being physically present in the country in order to purchase property so maybe we can start with the residency in italy you can buy properties as a non-resident as a foreign foreigner who doesn't reside in the country. So even if you never went to Italy or even if you went to Italy just on vacation and your plan is to be in Italy in the future just for vacation, that's totally fine. You don't have to have any visa or residency permit to be able to purchase properties in Italy. And um, the second thing that people believe they need is that they need to actually be present in Italy to complete the purchase of their property. Now, it is probably better to visit Italy and maybe to see the area where you intend to purchase, but strictly, legally speaking, it's not a requirement for you to be present at any point in the purchase proper pro- process because you can appoint somebody who can act on your behalf it could be a friend, family member residing in Italy, or an attorney. And that's something that we do at ItalianRealEstateLawyers.com. We help people based on a power of attorney uh, to purchase properties in Italy. So we can sign on their behalf and in their name. So even if it's some, even if there's somebody who is actually signing the paperwork for you with their name, they're doing that in their capacity of your legal representative. So you become the legal owner of the property, not the person who's signing for you. Of course, you need a document, which is called power of attorney, where you include all of the powers that that this person has and the things that this person can do or can't do. So basically, when it comes down to it, not only could you be somebody who's never not only seen that property, and sight unseen purchasing that property, but you could be somebody who's never even been to Italy, just period, and go ahead and purchase property here. That's correct, especially right now, you know, with all the technologies, there are ways to see the property, even if you never uh, went to Italy. One of the services that we offer is a 
video recording service of the property so we go uh, on site to inspect the property so not, not only we do due diligence um, and we review all the paperwork and to make sure for example that the property has no that the ownership rights have no limitations there are no liens um, but uh, we also can obtain more pictures of video or videos of a property that is on the market especially for someone especially right now with the current situation for people that that uh, don't want to travel now that can't travel now and they want to secure their property to be able to travel in the future so i mean even like i guess when it comes down to probably the most important part and actually paying how could that be taken care of from somebody who's not actually here in italy and this, I believe, goes along with the uh, need uh, to have a bank account, which, like I said, it's it's not a requirement. Uh, not only is it is not a requirement to have a bank account, but um, it's also not a necessity because you could um, pay for your property via wire transfer. Of course, wiring the money uh, to the seller could be maybe not the best choice, not advisable because generally the seller would want to have the money before uh, they go to the notary to uh, sell the property to you through your agent. Um, but that's not really advisable because the seller would have the money before you become the owner. So a lot of notaries, they're, they're setting up accounts for people. Um, it's similar to an escrow account for people who, for our American audience, they, they would know what, what we're talking about. So you can wire the money to the notary and the notary will release the money to the seller only at the time of the purchase of the property. So simultaneously, you become uh, the owner of the property and the seller gets paid. Of course, having a bank account in Italy may make the process a little bit easier because you could take all the time you need to wire the money from your foreign account into, into your Italian account and then from there um, also to avoid any commission fees like bank commission fees, exchange rates. Um, you could just wire the money from the account into the uh, notary's bank account and and save many, maybe some, some money some in terms of fees or, or expenses. Is this something that could be done through, say, for example, um, they just changed their branding recently, but TransferWise or Wise.com? TransferWise is a um, very commonly used tool to transfer money internationally, and it's actually a pretty safe and convenient one, in my opinion, so a lot of my clients use it. Even for purchasing properties? Right? Yes, yes. Wow. Yes regarding the bank account that having a bank account is not a necessity but maybe you know it's worthwhile to to have one uh, for instance when you have to pay common charges or utility bills you may just maybe set up the auto payment into your italian account but once again it's not a necessity and if you don't have it it's fine because you can pay utility bills in other ways you can pay online uh, you can have a representative who pays uh, utilities for you there are a million ways uh, to do that but having a bank account could be a smart choice but if you don't have it that's fine especially now that people cannot really travel to italy and normally banks they want to see you in person to to open you a bank account yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I guess also, especially here, like if you are planning on spending time here, um, I mean, I mean, I, there's one electric company that I can think of off the top of my head that does accept PayPal, for example, that you can just do that. 
or I mean, actually one of the, the other reasons maybe to have uh, a bank account is that for some internet and telephone companies, for example, they'll want you to actually have um, a checking account that they can do a direct deposit from on a monthly basis rather than you going and topping it up. But maybe just to the, something that I know it's going to be very uncommon, but maybe to future-proof the video ever so slightly because cryptocurrency is starting to become something that is something that we're seeing more and more people trying to use, not trying to, but actually using in the real world. Is that something that is recognized or is that something that can be used or does that become very complicated? I believe at this moment in time, you can't really do that in Italy. You, you can't use that to buy properties in Italy. So then what would maybe in a fiscal sense be required, I mean, other than actually having the money to uh, pay for the property? One thing that is normally required is the Italian um, Codice Fiscale, the tax code, which like we said in other videos, if you, if you have a tax code, if you get a tax code, it doesn't mean that you're going to be paying income taxes in Italy. It's just some identification number that is given to you, very similar to a social security number. You don't have to go to Italy to get one. You can get one through the local Italian consulate in the US. You can just apply for it and they mail it to you. And once you have your identification number, your Italian tax ID, at that point you can purchase your property because in the deed, in the property deed, they're gonna, they're gonna include your tax ID actually for the seller and for the uh, buyer. And also maybe come to think of it, the one other thing that people sometimes believe it's necessary, which is somewhat similar to a uh, tax uh, ID number, is an Italian ID. Some people ask me, do I need an Italian ID or an Italian passport to uh, buy properties in Italy and the answer is of course no you don't need an Italian passport but you don't even need an Italian ID the so-called carta d'identità so you don't have to have one your foreign passport will do just fine what about like a permesso di soggiorno a permission to stay or a visa is any of that necessary nothing of the kind you don't have to have a visa or a residency permit and you don't have to um be a resident of Italy to complete your purchase. And I think we've, not I think, we've definitely discussed this in the past, but um, <clears throat> uh, something that I've asked you in the past that I think might be worthwhile just touching on here, does owning that property give you the legal ability to stay in Italy? No, we, we made a whole video, uh, I believe, in the past about this, but no, uh, owning a property doesn't give you, unfortunately, any rights to be in Italy. So you can, of it can be easier for you to apply for a residency permit or for a visa if you own a property in Italy, but the but having a property in Italy doesn't automatically qualify you for a visa or a residency permit. So I guess I think probably rather than going too much into it again, maybe to say that people should go check out that video about like how to actually stay in Italy um, when uh, when owning property here, because that's of course a very major piece of the puzzle. If you own property, you probably want to be able to at least take a look at it. I would think. <laughs> Are there any other common questions or concerns that people who contact you, uh, who want to work with you, uh, will have about coming to Italy and purchasing property or not coming to Italy and purchasing property that they think maybe that they might need, but in the end they actually don't need? Well, some people have wondered if they had to speak Italian, 
which is which is a good question, uh, especially those people who plan on purchasing their the property themselves. So without any uh, middlemen, without any representatives, they just want to go to Italy and purchase their property. As we said in other videos, uh, the purchase of the property must necessarily happen before a notary public. And of course, it goes without saying that a notary public will speak Italian because uh, they are Italian public officials. But if you don't speak the language, um, if you can't understand the notary public, if you can't understand the deed, the property deed that you're signing, you are entitled to a um, an interpreter, which is not uncommon. So you get an interpreter and they will help you understand the situation. But um, the answer to your, to the question is you don't have to speak Italian. And actually, if you don't speak Italian, it's not a major um, obstacle. Of course, if you don't speak Italian and uh, it may be useful, very useful to have a legal professional who will be assisting you um, during the transaction because not only maybe you don't know the Italian laws and regulations, but if you don't even understand the language, it may be, of course, absolutely advisable to use the services of maybe an attorney or another professional who can help you navigate the process. So I'm assuming here that contacting you guys at italianrealestatelawyers.com, you would be able to handle this. Then. Absolutely. That's fantastic. And are there any other points that maybe people do contact you about with confusion? Well, some people have wondered if it's maybe useful to have an accountant. Well, it may be useful, uh, especially after the purchase has been completed uh, for the ongoing property management. So, for example, paying the annual taxes, which, like we said, are very low um, and can be like even like very, very low if it's your first house in Italy. But uh, once again, it's not necessary to have an accountant, but it may be, it may be a good choice to, to have one maybe where your property is located, like a local professional who can help you uh, deal with, for example, paying taxes or common charges. Um, and normally accountants in Italy in this type of situations are not very expensive. And is it necessary to have any tie to Italy, like a, a professional tie or um, a personal tie, like in, you're in a relationship with somebody to be able to purchase the property or just literally anybody who is in the position financially to do it can purchase property here? No, it, Italy is open to investors. So anybody who is interested in purchasing a property in Italy as an investment or even to buy a vacation house is free to do so. Interesting. Fascinating. I, I mean, uh, thank you again, Marco. I think this is actually a great place to wrap up this episode. And uh, really, it's uh, so fascinating to hear these little details, even as somebody who does have an understanding of some of these processes, but to get a little bit deeper into it. So thank you for making yourself available again. And of course, if somebody is needing help with purchasing a property here and uh, would like to get in contact with you and your team, how can they do so? People can get in touch with us through our website, italianrealestatelawyers.com, or can give us a call. The number is on our website. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you so much again, Marco. And of course, if you'd like to see more content like this about 
purchasing property in Italy and about Italian real estate or for the other project that is also on this YouTube channel, the Italian Citizenship Podcast. But for more content about life in Italy, living in Italy and his life as a dual Italian citizen, be sure to come over to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Rafael where I discuss this a bit more. And of course, we've been here again with Italian attorney Marco Permunian, and I am Rafael Di Furia. Thank you so much for joining again, and we will see you all next time. Thank you. Later. Thank you.